This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. House Bill 863 to fund school meals for all children received a hearing on Monday, and teachers, a principal, employee representatives, and food bank spokespeople all spoke in support of the bill. The proponents said public schools make sure children have textbooks and bus rides to get to school, but they need food to learn as well. And they said these days inflation and housing costs are putting pressure on family budgets. The governor's office says grocery prices are up 10.2% during the last 12 months. During the same period, it noted eggs were up 55%, coffee up 11.4%, fruits and vegetables up 5.3%, and baby food and formula up 9.8%. That's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Those in support of the bill included the Montana Federation of Public Employees, the Montana Farmers Union, the Coalition of Advocates for Montana's Public Schools, the Blackfeet Tribe, the American Heart Association, Montana's Organized for Education, and the Montana School Nutrition Association. The sponsor, Representative Melissa Romano, the Democrat from Helena, said one in four children battle hunger in Montana And without proper nutrition, the money taxpayers spend on public education is going to waste. Plus, he said, not all children who are hungry qualify for free or reduced meals. A fiscal note estimates the cost to above and beyond the amount paid by the federal government would be about $2 million. Romano noted the money would eliminate school debt that racks up when parents can't pay for meals their children eat. The Montana Food Bank Network also testified in support of the bill. That network's Lorianne Burhop said one in seven Montana children live in a household experiencing food insecurity, and at least one quarter of the food insecure children don't qualify for even reduced lunches. There were no opponents to the bill. The House Education Committee did not take any immediate action. Senate Bill 518 says that government entities like schools would not be able to interfere with the rights of a parent in the upbringing, education, and health care of their children unless it was generally considered part of a government's compelling interest. Five of seven Republican members of the Senate Judiciary Committee are co-sponsoring the bill. The Office of Public Instruction Superintendent Elsie Arnson and the Montana Family Foundation were among the proponents. Opponents included the Montana Medical Association and the Montana Federation of Public Employees, among others. Proponents said the bill is needed because parents are sometimes left in the dark. Opponents says the legislation could hurt child victims of family abuse who may need access to rape kits or other medical care without parental consent. House Bill 361 has passed the House 66 to 33. The bill says it is not discriminatory for students to call another student by their student's legal name or reference the student by the student's sex. Proponents included the Montana Family Foundation and Moms for Liberty for Yellowstone County. Opponents include the ACLU of Montana, the Montana Human Rights Network, and others. Robin Turner with the Montana Coalition Against Domestic and Sexual Violence spoke 
as to how the bill could open up schools to federal Title IX violations, as transgender students are protected under sex discrimination if it creates a hostile environment for the victim and such harassment is encouraged, tolerated, or not adequately addressed or ignored by school employees. Senate Bill 298 is passed second reading at 28 to 22, with a handful of Republicans joining Democrats in voting against it. No one spoke against the bill during floor debate. Senate Bill 298 will allow people to hunt with crossbows during the fall archery season if a doctor decided that the hunter has a condition that limits an ability to hold or draw a bow. Several disabled supporters, some of whom were in wheelchairs, made the argument that not being allowed to use crossbows was discrimination, and being able to use crossbows would help them to get back to hunting. However, many of the 20 or so bill opponents pointed out that the disabled can already hunt with crossbows during the five-week general season and many of the special seasons where anyone can use a crossbow. They can even use a crossbow during the bow season if they're hunting cow elk on private property as part of the early shoulder season. Representative Brad Molnar, the Laurel Republican sponsoring the bill, argued that those eligible to use crossbows under his proposal constitute, quote, an extremely small population. The bill now moves to the Senate Finance and Claims Committee for consideration. The House Judiciary Committee heard testimony on a bill Monday that would prohibit public funds from being used for abortions unless they are the result of rape or incest or if the mother's life is at risk. House Bill 862 sponsor, Representative Mike Hopkins, a Republican from Missoula, said committee members, regardless of party, should agree that state tax dollars should not be used to fund abortions no matter where they stand on the issue of abortion. Hopkins' proposal would limit public funds from being used for abortion, except under two circumstances, if the pregnancy is the result of rape or incest, or if a physician certifies that the mother is in danger of dying unless the abortion is performed. Opponents, who outnumbered proponents at the hearing, said it would functionally act as a ban on abortions for low-income Montanans who could not afford them and would end up costing the state more in the long term when those children have to be supported by taxpayer money. Representatives of the Montana Family Foundation and the Montana Catholic Conference spoke as proponents of HB 862 on Monday. The Montana Family Foundation, President Jeff Laslaffy said, the idea is not new and does not prohibit abortion. To quote, taxpayer money should not be used to support a procedure that many find objectionable, he said. This is extremely true when the same taxpayer money could be used to provide preventative care or treatment for chronic diseases. Opponents of the bill, including Montana abortion providers, civil rights groups, and other citizens, said they believed, in addition to harming low-income people, the measure infringes on the rights to privacy under the Montana Constitution. In the 1999 Armstrong v. State decision, the Montana Supreme Court held that the right to privacy means a woman can choose to have an abortion, quote, unless the state can demonstrate a compelling interest for infringing on that right. 
Hamilton Republican State Representative Ron Marshall wants to take half of the funding that the tobacco prevention efforts in the state receive from a tobacco settlement and put it toward the state's children's health insurance program. Montana receives cash annually from a 1998 settlement agreement that was struck between 46 states and 60 tobacco companies over the cost of tobacco health-related care. In 2020, the state got about $24 million from the settlement. That's based on cigarette sales. That number has generally decreased over the years as fewer people smoke. And several people testified against the bill last week. Of the 40% of the funding that goes to the state tobacco trust fund, 32% goes to tobacco prevention and 17% to the Children's Health Insurance Program. That's CHIP. Marshall's bill would reverse those numbers. Supporting the bill, the spokesman from the State Department of Justice and Representative Jane Gillette, the Republican from Bozeman. Gillette said she wanted to amend the bill to use some of the new 32% pot of money to pay for evaluations as to how effective and efficient state health programs are. Those who spoke against the legislation argued the changes in funding would hamper disease prevention efforts that help stop or treat early cancers. Todd Harwell, the Division Administrator for Public Health and Safety at the State Department of Health, said the bill would cut funding for tobacco use prevention and chronic disease by almost half, or $4 million. The cut would hit programs that screen for breast and cervical cancer, which can be tied to smoking, as well as asthma programs, home visits for early childhood, and also diabetes prevention, heart disease, and stroke. And a bill to create a memorial at the Montana Capitol to the late journalist Charles F. Johnson was unanimous. It received bipartisan support from a legislative committee on Monday. Johnson, who died at his Helena home on March 4th, has been referred to as the Dean of Montana Political Journalists in numerous tributes published in the weeks since his death. Beginning in the run-up to the state's 1972 Constitutional Convention, Johnson served as a statehouse reporter for five decades. Quote, he was not only an exceptionally kind, thoughtful, honest journalist with integrity, unimpeachable character, said former Montana Governor Mark Roscoe. He was one of several current and former Montana politicians who testified as proponents before the House Legislative Administrative Committee. Quote, he was an exceptionally humble and decent man. House Bill 855 would pave the way for a plaque or other item of tribute to Johnson to be placed in the Capitol building or somewhere in the Capitol complex. It also lets the Montana Historical Society, of whom Johnson was a board member, to raise money for creating and installing the memorial. Sponsored by Representative Laura Smith, the Democrat from Helena, it includes an initial $100 appropriation. Representatives from Lee Montana Newspapers, the Montana Free Press, Montana Public Radio, and Montana PBS also testified in support, as did the Montana Historical Society and the Montana Broadcasters Association. 
The bill had no opponents. The committee passed it 18 to nothing. It now heads to the House floor. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our story on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Alcorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.